makes sense. That makes yeah. sense. But dying, drowning you don't want to in, die a train, in a train. Yeah, that yeah. just seems it's, it that doesn't seem like, like possible. If you, if you died like uh, insult in, to injury in, in an in like an aerial accident in a boat, it would be the same thing. Like, why is your boat flying? Doesn't or, make any sense. Or if you drowned in it's an completely airplane. nonsensical. Or if you did what? <laughs> if you drowned in an airplane. Mm. <laughs> drowned in an airplane. You yeah. wouldn't see that coming. No, well, no, there's water landings. They warn you about those. No, no, times. not like Soy. that, dude. Like in the air. Mm. Oh, in the air. It would have to be in the air oh. for it to be like a surprise. Or so if two like... planes crashed into each other. That's still pretty normal. Uh, not that normal. Oh, it's at least plausible. It's not that normal. That's true. <laughs> Wait, no, people. That's a good point. Planes, there are there are there are meteor collisions. That it's occur. not that normal though. No, all right, but it's with like you can understand it. So it's there's a higher like a probability flight. the two planes will run into each other than for the train a tunnel train? under the Hudson River, like breaking and you drowning. Drown on a train. Yeah, I, I think yeah, so. I think there is actually. I think you're absolutely right. I think, I think it, it, it's a rare thing, but. Man. Well, yeah. Well, here's the thing: the train, the tunnel is 100 years old, and no one's drowned yet in a train. So it's a fairly rare occurrence because there's God knows, how many, tra- <laughs> God knows how many trains in and out of that every day for the past hundred years. It's weird, and it's perfectly safe. So yeah. Well, until the moment, it's not, but <laughs> it has been so far. Dude, it'd be crazy if like. What caused the leak in the in the tunnel mm-hmm. was like a boat crash. Somehow. <laughs> yeah, an airplane. A plane leak. runs into a boat. Yeah. And somehow. What the, those movies called? Oh, a Final Destination. Or is yeah, really Final yeah, Destination. Final Destination. I was yes! actually gonna bring yeah, that up. That'd out. be a good scenario for that. Yeah. People drowning in the train under the Hudson. Yeah. I'm surprised that hasn't happened. I'm surprised. Well, because dude, every now and then a train, I'm. On will get stuck there, and they'll have to like back it out. Oh, that would be scary. It's it's not it's not so pleasant. It feels a little weird. It's a little claustrophobic. I don't get claustrophobic, but I get claustrophobic when I'm stuck in a train under a tunnel, under the Hudson, under the Hudson. They're like, all right, we're coming back out. Well, the lights are the lights are off on that. Right, second we're out. I'm pissed. I'm like, well, we're we're train's still running. It's still electrified. The tunnel's electrified. That's crazy, man. I don't know what I'm thinking. Yeah, I guess sometimes I feel like of, I've been on a train uh, and like like when it goes in the rivers? tunnel, like it's dark. Yeah, there is. That sounds interesting. Like right around New York? New yes. Jersey? Yeah. East River and Hudson, there are a ton of tunnels under both of those rivers. And subway cars and path cars and NJT cars and Amtrak cars, everything. They're all going in and out of New York to New Jersey or to... Manhattan to different boroughs. If you actually go over, yeah, if you actually go over, uh, yeah, bridges as well. But there are a lot of tunnels. It's weird. You don't really think about it at all unless you're in that. Like unless you're trying to commute in or in or out of Manhattan, you don't think of it ever. And I never did my entire life until. So what? What do you think is weirder? Um, like being stuck in traffic going under the river or being stuck in a train what would what would be weirder for you mm-hmm. or what i mean in your experience what is weirder have you driven into the city or do you usually take the train i never i never drive into the city i don't have a car well andrea or like if you go to see the rockets or something you guys don't drive no 
Oh, okay. There's no reason to drive out of the city. Well, I didn't think so. In my, in my experience, just take the train. So hypothetically, just... would you rather be stuck in traffic under the river or would you rather be stuck in the subway or in the New Jersey transit or whatever? Yeah. No, neither are, neither are good. Well, I mean, yeah. Don't never take a car into New York. There's no place to park it. Like, what are you gonna What are you gonna do with your car once you get in there? Dude, it's hypothetical. I'm not saying to do it. I know. Sorry. People yeah. do it. I'm. I don't. I'm not gonna do yeah, it. Yeah, people. But... No, definitely people do it. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it either. I don't so, think either would be very, very pleasant. What has to happen for the train to have to back out of the tunnel under the river? There's what another that? train that's stuck. You know, like there's a disabled train underneath, and then they're both sitting there, and they're kind of like, "Well, we can't have two trains sitting underneath." <laughs> for whatever reason, someone has to back out, and then one does. And... Do they have different tunnels? Like, there's two tunnels. Yeah, just that, two. Yeah, just two. One okay. inbound and one outbound, but okay. frequently. One will get like waterlogged or like like broken. And oh, those... starts leaking, dude. Yeah. Well, yeah. These are like a river on top of it. Huh? Yeah, these are hundred year old tunnels. And the rivers right on top of them. Mm-hmm. And the first time it got it got flooded was uh well maybe not the first time but the most recent time we got flooded was Sandy and apparently it like all the salt water you know effed up all the the connection. So they've been trying to like fix it all up since then. How the heck do you get water out of a tunnel underneath I the river? I have no idea. I don't even know how it even works. I don't know. A pump or hydraulic yeah, or something. Some pump, right? Yeah, yeah. They pump but it out somehow. Somehow. Yeah. They they figured that they they dude, the obviously know what they're doing. Miles long. Well, dude, they have a subway systems that like spider network around the whole city and they're underground. They've Some, obviously dude, I done. Bet they don't, I they bet know they what like they're doing by now. If it's a hundred years old, they've done this for yeah for a hundred years. I don't know how or why. But you why. still don't know how they do it. Then. Well, no, I don't know. I'm not I'm not a sand hog or anything. I'm not, I don't know I bet how they to... take some... Is that what they're called? Sand hogs? <laughs> that's pretty that's the, cool. That's the people that dig the tunnels in New York. Yeah, that's the actual like, union sand hogs. Yeah. That's weird. I've never heard of that. That'd be yeah. a good sand volleyball team. <laughs> <laughs> a volleyball team of people that dig tunnels in New York City. Yeah. It's probably better than Jesus Christ Super Spike, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> That's like Not the much. Broadway. Uh... I bet they take flamethrowers down there and like make the water evaporate. <laughs> I don't know if that's what they do. <laughs> They're down oh, there with a man. bunch of sponges. Yeah, yeah maybe. <laughs> maybe they just soak it is. up, man. They sponge it. It's weird, dude. It's a weird. It's a different life. Like if every day <laughs> you had to roll into fucking Penn Station in New York, it's strange. It's weird. That's a dude who never thought he would ever do that. I gotta tell you, it's weird. <laughs> I can't imagine doing that, man. Yeah, it's like, amazing. It's yeah. amazing what you'll get used to. I guess. Oh, well, yeah. It's... Dude, I was thinking that just today. Yeah. I mean, it's, it is amazing. And I guess you're in... I don't know. I guess I was thinking about that for myself. For like how yeah. different my life is at this point this year 
yeah. as, as opposed to last year. It's just amazing what you can get used to. <laughs> yeah. No, you can you can you can basically get used to anything. Yeah, I, New York is just seems like a weird place. I've I've only ever gone there recreationally, you know. So mm-hmm. it seems like it'd be really weird to work there, especially if you I don't know. It just seems kind of like a juxtaposition, or I don't know if that's the right word, but like the city you live in seems kind of quiet and like quaint and really suburban type of thing. Yeah. And like, it seems, it seems like if you were at your house, just like chilling, it would be quiet as a pin drop or something like that. So, so quiet, like you could hear a mouse like chewing on something, but then you get off the train you like you get on the train. It's like quiet, like peaceful, Your mouse peacefully chewing on something. Yeah. Well, whatever. As <laughs> you relaxed. But then you get out. You get out into the city, and there's like taxis honking and people talking. It's like yeah. the loudest, most hectic place. It's the, like complete opposite. Camera is always the uh, is like the uh, stereotype, but it's, yeah. it's everywhere. Dude, yeah. the jackhammer and the and the, the, the taxi horn. Yeah, yeah. Those things. Are they fill your brain? They're everywhere. You know, I didn't notice the jackhammers when I was there. Cabs, cabbies were honking like crazy, man. It must have been so weird to like live in the city, and then when you moved to to Mm -hmm. Montclair, like because it's, I -hmm. mean, oh, it's very nice down here. It's like someone turned off the sound or something by comparison, right? Yeah. Dude, I always thought, like, the sounds didn't bother me that much. Like, even, like, living in Bowling Green, you had, like, trains going by and you had, like, street traffic. Or even in, even in Carlsbad. Plenty of, like, Harleys and Gopeds and just loud, loud things happening. Constant. Yeah. A lot of street noise. But any amount of street noise is never going to prepare you for New York street noise. So, it's on a total different level. So when you say, much, man. did you get used to yeah. it? Like you lived there for like six months. Like when you first moved there, it was probably like, yeah. how am I going to be able to sleep through this? Yeah. But at the when end, I first, did, when was I first it like, lived there, I had to download like an app that had like a, like soothing sounds that would just play to kind of drown out the other sounds, the New York sounds. Oh, now you have stuff. the uh, dynamic three to listen to. Yeah. Now I do. Yeah. To noise. And it then, up. and then when I was living in the apartment, um, I was far enough away from the the the, the hustle and bustle <laughs> of actual street noises, so I was okay. I was able to fall asleep there naturally. So where did you live when you first moved there? In like a hotel or something? Uh, yeah, when I first, when I first yeah, when I first lived when I first went there, I was in a hotel. How long for were like you there? Two for? or three weeks. Oh, okay. And then two you moved into your hotel. apartment, right? Then I had to find an apartment. Yeah, which oh, okay. Was awesome. That was sweet. Yeah, Dylan, Dylan was there. Um, on, was so it, you were thirty third. I don't even remember. So we had some of that uh, summer brew. Oh yeah, that was nice. That's right, we did. Yeah. Well, it was on Lexington, Lexington and something. Lexington and Dylan. Well, we we took the six train from thirty third Street Station, so it was like it was thirty first Street, Lexington thirty first. music trivia sure okay uh actually smalls already knows this so don't give it away smalls oh um chris dylan do you remember the song 
that was well uh, that was uh, made popular by the animals in the 60s. Mm. The House of the Rising Sun. Yeah, I do remember that song. Did you know that they didn't write that song? Yes, I did. Do you know who wrote it? Um, I think it was like a traditional song, like uh, <laughs> anonymous or something. Damn it, dude! Your, dude, your song trivia is two for two. Yeah, yeah. You guys everyone. got it twice. Yeah. I thought this was amazing information. You yeah. guys already knew it. Well, you haven't lived with me and Chris because all we did for the last six years when we were living in Carlsbad was talk about bullshit song trivia. Yeah, I, <laughs> I mean, love song trivia, man. The amount of bullshit stuff that me and Smalls would discuss <laughs> at length was, I mean, if we would have taped every like conversation, podcast. we would have had a podcast mm-hmm. for life. Like we, we never, we never would have been able to not come up with enough material. But now that we got the podcast, now we could just rehash everything. Yeah, or just we, yeah, we're telling it. Yeah. Well, I think that trivia is pretty amazing because when I hear that song, it doesn't seem like one of those traditional songs. Well, it doesn't sound like the animals wrote it because the animals were from England, <laughs> and <laughs> how the fuck would they know about a house in New Orleans called the Rising Sun? Well, I think that song yeah. though is so old that I don't think that I think they changed that lyric. I don't think it was always New Orleans. It wasn't. I yeah, think I think it was. I think it started out as like, well, that the house of the rising sun. It was that was always there, but it, they changed the part for the New Orleans, like it was originally mm-hmm. based in a different country in a different town or something. I think the house of the rising sun is like a hotel or something like that, maybe. Or it's like yeah, it's, if you, it's well, like a I was like looking a into it just place that actually on, exists in New Orleans, Wikipedia. right? Well, I was looking into it recently on mm-hmm. the Wikipedia. There's a lot of different like versions of where they think. It was. Yeah. So it's not known what they were talking about. Okay. Well, it wasn't in England, I don't think. But Bob well, Dylan Bob Dylan also did a version of that song <laughs> in the 60s. Right, yeah. yeah. And when I first found that, I was like, oh, I didn't know this was a Bob Dylan song. I figured when, once he was involved, he was probably the one who wrote it, but I guess not. Hmm. I guess Wikipedia kind of ruined a lot of music trivia for me because then I, cause I look shit up all the time just on my own. It's weird stuff. I love it, man. Something about music trivia more than I don't. I don't know why it interests me really? so much. It's more. It, it's interesting <laughs> more than more than even like history for some yeah. reason. Just like normal history, and I don't know why. I love it. Music trivia. Okay. If I'm listening to the radio, or I mean, I guess Pandora or whatever, something like that. And if I hear a song, I'll look it up, and I'll just be like, oh. I wonder who was on this song or whatever. I don't know if, I don't know, Phil Collins or some shit like that. You're like, okay, well, Phil Collins played <laughs> mm-hmm. the drums and he sang on this song. Are there members of Genesis performers on this? Who were the studio musicians? You know, and, uh, yeah. and like that kind of stuff always kind of like makes me start thinking like, oh, well, who were the studio musicians on this thing? You know, and then you see like a connection where it's like, Oh, the guy that played good, played bass on this also played bass on Peter Gabriel's song, uh, album or whatever. And you're like, and Peter Gabriel and Phil Collins were in Genesis together, and they used the same bass player that also wasn't in Genesis. That's really strange. Like <laughs> yeah, I don't know, yeah. like that kind of stuff. Really, like I go down rabbit holes all the time. Oh, this studio musician on all these different <laughs> songs. Like, how did this happen? I love that. I love that behind the scenes stuff 
too. <laughs> like all people that like Rick Rubin has worked with or just like other other things mm. like that. Like you find yeah, kind of like Chris was describing. Like there was a guy who uh was in the, the Jesus Lizard. I don't know if you guys know that band. Mm. But they were big back when Nirvana was getting big. There was even like a split CD put out with both of their EPs on it. Really? Together. But one of the guitarists, yeah. I, I, I found, like, he worked with Firewater, which is one of my favorite bands. Mm-hmm, but then he mm-hmm. also worked with Mike Patton with, mm-hmm. like, another one of his side projects. And once you – I think that's why I find it so interesting because, like, once you find that out, you can kind of hear his guitar style. And it's like, mm. oh, that does sound similar in this song. And with this other band, it's, like, completely different, but it's, like, the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yeah, that is really weird. Hmm. So yeah, well I guess that's why I like. It. <laughs> well, so so I went to see Steve Vai about a month ago. When I was in college, I used to listen to him like all the time. Like the music just seemed I don't know. It would like, drove me while I was working on art projects. You know, when I was high on Dr Pepper and you know vending machine candy and stuff like that, I'd listen to Steve Vai. But I mean, I don't listen to it all the time. It's just kind of like one of those things where you know, if, if he's in Subway Subs and a can of whoop ass. Yeah, no, Subway no, Subs no, and a can of whoop ass. Yeah, or Sobe drinking Sobe uh, Lizard yeah, Fuel or whatever. Lizard, yeah. Yeah. Well, I listened <laughs> oh, to Steve Vai, and it was kind of like <laughs> driving music, you know, instrumental guitar stuff. And then I went to see him a couple weeks ago, or like a month ago, and I went online. So he apparently. So he came out with a bunch of solo albums over the years, but he was also in White Snake for an album, and he was on, <laughs> he was in Deep Purple for an album. I think he was in David Lee Roth's band for two what? albums. Really? Um, he played with Frank Zappa, and right. um, the strangest one was that on the first Public Image Limited PIL with uh, Johnny Rotten, he played uh, guitar on that. It's weird because I had this thing where I started listening to Sex Pistols. I was like, oh, you know, PIL, like I got to listen to them. Johnny Rotten's the singer in this and it's fucking cool. And I guess they were playing, um, the name of the song was Rise. I don't know if you guys have heard that, but they were playing <laughs> that on like 94.9. I must have heard it like a million times and then I bought that album that was on and I never knew it was Steve Vai that was on that record. And then I went back after I went to see the show and I was like, how how did I not know that it was Steve Vai playing guitar on this record, you know, with Johnny <laughs> Rotten? It, it 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 just like all like clicked together. It was it was a really mm-hmm. strange thing because like I had known that he had done stuff with David Lee Roth and White Snake and went on Don't tour do. with all these yeah. pe- people, um, <laughs> and it's just like, but I didn't realize he was like a Sex Pistol practically. It just seemed seemed mm-hmm. out of sorts. I don't know. That's wild, man. Weird music trivia. I am going to yeah. get you guys, though, on music trivia one day. Oh, I'm going to find I'm going to uncover something. You guys aren't going to